G'day, dorks, and welcome back to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dorks joining me are the two fabulous losers from the Loser Cartoon Podcast. It's Courtney and Sam. How you doing, guys? Ooh, what is up? Yeah. Hi. Okay, so <laughs> we're just going to act like Courtney wasn't doing something fucking crazy on camera right there and just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing this is audio only. Yeah, <laughs> we are three people currently existing in three very different time zones, so I feel like the vibe is 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 not equal, but it is high. It is definitely high. <laughs> Working out the time zones for this recording was the single stressfulest stressful most stressful thing I did in like two weeks. Like it was I was <laughs> I had all our time zones written on a piece of paper and I was trying to do math in my head. Like, my notebook looked like it was, like, from Steins Gate. There were so many, like, bullshit kind of equations of carrying the one in places where it doesn't need to be carried. I'm just, like, all over the joint. And then my wife comes in. She's like, you know there's an app for that, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was literally just plugged in three times and then I was like, it was all done for me. So, yeah, that's, that's how my life's working out right now. I still haven't discovered the power of the internet. That's, that's where I'm existing in. But anyway, how are you guys? Uh, Tired. Sam and I are both sick. Well, I'm getting yeah. over it, but he's just at his peak. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of right in the middle of a fucking cold slash flu. So you know we're we are trucking through this shit. Bloody oh, yeah. enough fucking enough fucking medication running through my veins to kill a baby rhinoceros so ah oh, that's what we love we'll to make it through Gross. that's what we love to say i always prefer my guest heavily medicated because it's usually rep- <laughs> replicating what the host is doing to himself at most points in his life so it's good stuff it's good stuff hell yeah now we were originally just going to come in uh talk about chainsaw man have a few recommendations but um we just can't do that we can't do that guys because my my two favorite uh, podcasters, the Loser Cartoon guys, are my favorite My Hero people in the world to talk about My Hero with. And My Hero is currently fucking popping to an nth degree. And I think we can all agree that it is almost low-key the best anime coming out this season, which is wild to say, but it's fucking crazy at the moment. It's 100% up there. Um... It, it helps that it's had, like... Because, like, you have a lot of, like, really good shows coming out that are kind of just, like, you know, first-season shows, like Blue Lock and Chainsaw Man. So it's, like, it's kind of hard to compare that to My Hero, but when you compare, like, the long-running, longer-running shows, like Bleach and Mob Psycho currently airing to this season of My Hero, My Hero absolutely stacks up with them oh. just as good. Hundred percent. I still haven't gone in on on Mob Psycho. It's been on my list for fucking ages, um, and I was really convinced that this is the season where I'm going to get heavily heavily invested. And then yeah, Blue Lock came out, Chainsaw Man came out, My Hero's fucking popping. Like, there's just no room. It's it's yeah. fucking crazy how good this season is. <coughs> I think it was hard for me to adjust to at first, if only because the first 
what season are we on? Six? Six, yeah. Yeah. The first five seasons, there weren't really any stakes. Then I started watching this, you know, most recent season. All of a sudden, the stakes were, like, through the roof. Like, motherfuckers is dying and shit. Yeah. So, it was giving me chest pain, because I'm, like, not used to that from my hero. Um, But then once I settled in, you know, I still had chest pain, but I was like, damn, shit is rolling. See a doctor? <laughs> what do you mean you have chest pain? <laughs> <laughs> so I was having a mild heart attack when I watched My Hero. I'm not sure if that adjust, like affected the way I enjoyed it, but I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reality. <laughs> hey, you know, at least she's at least she's still alive. Didn't kill her, so. <laughs> oh my god, well. <laughs> that's so funny for your main complaint to be. I was having chest pains because I might be dying. Like I know that's not what you're saying, but that's all I heard was like, <laughs> was like, my hero season six pretty good. If I wasn't dying during watching it, I think it'd be top five. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, I miss bullying you on my podcast, Courtney. It's like, honestly, it fuels me. Especially considering you yes. insulted me insanely before we started this recording. I didn't know it would hit that hard. <laughs> I feel like that's like the, too. I feel like that's like one of the worst insults you can give to an Australian person. Like, oh, low-key. Sam, who's a professional on the metric system in Australia <laughs> as of the past 10 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And loves to remind me that because I went to college and don't know about fucking kilos, I'm a moron. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. You thought a kilo was one pound, Sam. Shut your whore I mouth. Don't think he, to, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for bat for Sam here. He was just saying, "Oh, we'll probably just say a pound of flour." It yeah. was a, a conversation off pod. No one understands what this is, but no, I'm but... just saying I'm so happy to have you back, <laughs> so I can bully you. <laughs> For the slight insult you made before we started recording this podcast. <laughs> I'll hold that over you forever. I own that now. <laughs> like Batman, vengeance will fuel me. And <laughs> is my only try. Um, but back to, quickly back to my hero. Now, yeah, as you said, like the, the stakes in this season have fucking ramped up massively. I mean, we're having characters in my hero actually die. Potentially off screen for one of them, but one of them definitely on screen. How did you guys... Oh, full spoilers for Season 6, My Hero, by the way. We will spoil the first, what, seven episodes that are out? Is it seven? I think it's... Yeah. Something I think like it's that. seven. Eight. Seven. Eight. It, might, it might be eight, actually. Yeah. We're uh, full spoilers for those, so make sure you're, you're up to date. And I don't know why you wouldn't be up to date, because as we've said, it's fucking amazing at the moment. Um, but how did you guys feel with the death of Twice? Okay. That one, I... I don't, I don't know if it was just, I don't know what it was, but like, I, th- I don't know if I was just in shock. It didn't feel real. Like mm. legitimately, I, I didn't think twice was like legitimately going to die until I literally saw his body laying there with his head fucking split open, bleeding over the side of the railing. I was like, oh, 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 he, oh, he's dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like My Hero has never killed a character off, so none of us were, like, expecting for it to actually happen. I still thought it was a fake-out. I thought it was a fake-out for so long. Even when the episode, like, wrapped up and he's, like, he's definitely dead, I'm like, ah, they'll bring it back. It's My Hero. They don't kill people in My Hero, but no, he's, like, dead. Mm. I think what 
got me the most is the fact that a hero killed someone, and I think that that kind of changes the game moving forward for for everything, like mm. relations between villains and heroes, how heroes are viewed in general, you know, what heroes are going to do moving forward, potentially. I think that was more significant than twice dying. But I was kind of sad, because, like, he was one of the cool villains, you know what I mean? Why wasn't it Spitter? Like, no one gives a fuck about Spitter. Like, they could show Spitter being roasted yeah. on a spit in an open fire pit, and everyone would still be like, eh, you know, yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking Spitter. Fuck Spitter, man. Uh, it's like, there's, my, there's so many characters in My Hero that get screen time. I'm like, what are you doing? What, why do we have to see you? I, I couldn't care less about you. Spitter and Not Midoriya. him getting as much screen time as Dobby. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. Well, honestly, I think that's the difference between having a cool, like, concept for a character and a shit concept for a character, because they both have equal screen time, but Dobby's simped for, like, a motherfucker because his power is cool, and he's, like, quote-unquote hot, I guess, to a lot of people. Oh. So <laughs> Sam thinks Dobby's hot. Put it on record. We got a Dobby <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it also, I think it's because, yeah, you're right. Darby's power is interesting. You know, he's got this mysterious backstory that we still haven't been elaborated on much. He's got a, a hell of a look, like just like an iconic look. And Spitter's a gecko. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's tough competition. You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> my boy's out here living rough. It's it's rough. It's rough out here for our lizard people, oh, man. Bro. So, for me, Dobby is super bland, but because I have some spoilers, I find him fascinating, Mm. and I'm interested, but if I hadn't had these spoilers, I would think, you know, cool power, but you're kind of fucking lame, and not really a whole lot to you, but I think it's interesting to find out that he admitted, number one, that he doesn't give a shit about his comrades, and number two, that he is the continuation of Stain. Yeah, that was a good... I was like, that's old. Yeah. I did always question Darby's kind of involvement in the league because he's, he's he never... Like, he's always seemed high up in the league. Like, he seems to have a position of at least not authority, but, like, power in that, in that organization. But he's also mm-hmm. Darby, and he doesn't seem to really care about the league's motivation so much. Like, he's never one of those guys that's just, you know... Fucking Shigaraki, I'll fucking suck you off to get our goals. Like he's he's not up there with those guys. He's just doing his yeah. thing. I, I like I've I too have been spoiled for the the Derby reveal, like a year ago, two years ago. Fucking got spoiled for that. So I don't know how much of that is holding me through enjoying Derby, or if that's made me enjoy Derby more, knowing where he's come from. But. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell because that spoiler's been in my head for so long now. But yeah, I'm definitely super invested in Darby for sure. Okay, so we've all been spoiled for the reveal of Darby's. Oh, so we all know. Okay, and everything. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't spoil it for the listeners, though. A lot of listeners were spoiling yeah. them for this season, but not for manga. I'm not going to spoil. Don't go there. I don't want to spoil the manga spoil- spoiler. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I know we've all been spoiled, but like. Let's be honest, like, it was about the easiest thing you could have ever predicted. Oh, it's literally, if you were doing, like, um, one of those, like, conspiracy boards with the red string and all the, the pins, you would just put one pin in one character, another pin in another character, and draw one piece of string. Like, it's, it's literally, yeah, literally, like, it's so, it would be literally. so easy to put together. It's, like, 
it's it's well, so for me it was it's too so, obvious for it well, to be that that was the thing obvious. it was like it was it was know. so obvious people were like there's no way yeah that's too obvious yeah it does yeah that there is a bit of that too i reckon is that like one of the least well-kept spoilers in the anime community because it, like it, it has to Probably. be right that's like the Probably. one thing that so many people I've I've spoken to have been spoiled about My Hero. Yeah. What is with the My Hero community and spoilers too? It's like I don't know if you guys spend much time in the comment section on Crunchyroll, but I fucking love it. I'm almost addicted to reading the comments of dumb anime fans. Um but the My Hero one is basically exclusively spoilers. Like all the way down. And, like, Crunchyroll does a good thing where they'll block spoil like spoiler comments. You can mark it as spoiler, and it'll just come up blocked and stuff. So if you want to be spoiled, you have to click on it and accept whatever. But the My Hero one is just, like, spoiler, 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 the whole way down. People love spoiling My Hero for fucking anime-only fans. Dude, I have so many friends that are a part of the My Hero social media situation i'm not i don't know why maybe it's because i don't watch or like a whole bunch of my hero stuff but they're telling me that my hero fandoms are the fucking worst for spoilers for stupid ships for just all of it there's a i I don't know how the like your algorithms work for like instagram and stuff like that but i get showed videos of like anime conferences all the time and there's this guy who does a series asking people who the smelliest anime fans are Nine times out of ten, they say my hero. It's yeah. it's literally just like yeah, my hero. It's like it's like well known in the community that my hero stan- fans just don't shower and spoil fucking manga. What a toxic oh, community. My, my hero fan is probably one of, if not the most toxic community in all. Of anime. <sighs> Meanwhile, I'm stuck in the Boruto community. Oof! Somebody pull me out. How's the that? Jesus, dude. That one's that one's not even toxic. That one's just filled with a bunch of fans that legitimately just don't have brain cells. It's that's facts. I need one of you to send help because <laughs> I'm stuck deep. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I got out. I, I don't get anything Boruto or Naruto related anymore. So I basically dipped out on every fandom in existence. Like I don't engage in any fandom now. Like I'm just like, no, nah, I don't like. I don't like these fans. And that's everything. I, 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 there's something, there's something about a, an anime fandom when it's devoted specific, like One Piece fans, for example, like hardcore One Piece fans are maybe some of the obnoxious, most obnoxious fans on the planet. Because they do nothing but tell you to watch or read One Piece. Yeah. And then when you explain to them that a thousand episodes is a bit of an undertaking, they're like, oh no, it's the best show ever. You just got to watch it, you know? Dude, my mother, who's 60 years old, okay? I'm so glad we're talking about Works at Costco. I'm so glad we're talking about it already. I'm so excited. Dude, (laughs) there's these coworkers. She told them that she's been watching anime with me because she's, like, trying to be cool and shit or whatever, which is fine. (laughs) They're bothering her every day. Watch One Piece. Watch One Piece. Watch One Piece. And she comes home to me, and she's like, there's this One Piece, and they told me that it's amazing. I said, Mom, it's a thousand fucking episodes. We're not doing that. If you want to do that, that's fine. So she went back, and she told them, nah, I'm too old for that shit. You know, I'll die before that shit ends. Yeah. And they just won't let it go. No, they won't. Fuck you, One One Piece fans. fans. (laughs) And, like, the worst part is, the worst part about this whole thing is at the end of the day, we all know they're right. 
we all know they're right. We all know that it's yeah. the best thing that's being made. It's the best fucking production. It's the best characters. It's we all know that deep down. Don't fucking lie to you. I see you shaking your head, Courtney. You know I'm fucking right. I'm, ro- I'm fucking right. We all know it's going to probably be the like highest grossing, best remembered series of anime. It'll be the top of people's minds in five years' time or when they talk about anime. It's just facts. Oh, believe me, when when the One Piece like fully when it fully comes to fruition and like it fully starts to end, it's going to eclipse what Endgame did with Marvel. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. It it will be it will be like Game of Thrones in its peak. Fucking normal people, not normal. You know, people talking about it. There'll be yeah. callback channels and radio being like, "Oh, what do you think the One Piece is taking listeners right now?" Like it will be, yeah fucking everything it, it, there's no way it yeah. can't be it, it, it's at yeah, this point it, yeah it, it's literally just because it's long and doesn't suck like boruto like you can't honestly sit here and tell me that it if this shit wasn't a billion kajillion eons long with chicks with unproportional titties that it would be mm. as popular as it is yeah but i think just the fact that it is so long and consistently so good in and itself is insanely impressive how, how many things right. stay good for that long like if you just had right. missionary sex forever eventually missionary sex would get boring but somehow like one piece is like fucking flipping you around doing you from the back you know holding your legs up for a little while eats you out every now and again like it's it's giving you everything all the time and that was a perfect analogy <laughs> that was an incredible <laughs> analogy <laughs> First thought that came to my head is, what is your wife doing to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have children in the uh, room next door. <laughs> no, they're a few rooms away. It's fine. It's also 5.30 a.m. If my kids are awake, there's something gravely wrong in my household, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no way one piece is that good consistently i'm sorry and i'll never find out it just is though (laughs) that's the thing you can deny it all you want it just is sam it it legitimately is that good (laughs) it's it's fucking out i i don't want to believe it as much as you don't want to believe it corny i'm i'm on your side but the fact is like it's just that good Look, man, I'm not fully caught up, but I can tell you through 600 chapters, it legitimately is that good. It's one of the quickest mangas I've ever read, just of how fucking Moorish it is. Because it's... It's uh, it's fucking annoyingly perfect when it comes to great characters and character interactions, so all the little moments feel important, and that's what carries you through a billion chapters. And they managed to replicate that somehow in the anime. And also, the animation budget for that show is seemingly endless. I know there's some dips along the way, but it's fucking gorgeous the whole time. It's ridiculous. Dude, dude, the recent episodes, like, Wano was already good. But then, like, the recent episodes within, like, the past, like, few weeks, I'm like, what? They're on, like, movie-level budgets Uh, every week. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Dude, I have that feeling about, like, four different anime that are coming out right now. I'm like, how is is all the anime right now just gorgeous and flawless? And, like, what happened to the days when we had, like, four animes come out and, like, three of them were animated like dog shit? Like, do you guys remember, like, Seven Deadly Sins, like, season three and shit like that, when it was just fucking garbage for a while? And we all just accepted... Well, not accepted that, but, like, that was just a thing? Yeah, 
people were just like, oh, yeah, another shitty anime adaptation for a super popular manga. Yeah, you just another walk in the park. It's like, yeah, now it's like, it's if, that, if you even get, like, just average animation, people are like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Dude, you know what fucking Attack on Titan? The most, one of the most beautiful animation I've ever seen. Sorry, just being honest. People are shitting all over it. Oh, yeah. I was like, I you guys are spoiled. Dude, uh-huh. I was I was one of them. I remember when we first saw what, like season four, part one. That was like the first kind of time you see those real CGI looking Titans where they kind of went away, and you know right. studios changed and everything went a bit more CGI. I was just like, "This is fucking garbage! It looks terrible!" Blah blah blah. And then like at at the time, I was just like, "Yeah, I felt so justified in that opinion," but like it was still a gorgeous show and it was just a slightly different look to what I was used to. So I, I reacted in a horrible way as I'm one to do, but yeah, you, you're completely right. We're a hundred percent spoiled this season and we've been spoiled for a while looking back on it, but like, I, I can't see the standard staying this high. Like, could you imagine if this is just what anime looks like from now on? There's, there's no way. People are jumping on the on the fucking bandwagon. They're starting to watch the shit. Like all age groups, all over the place, they're starting to watch anime. And a lot of the anime communities getting pissed because they like to gatekeep. Because it's the whole I was bullied in middle school for this, and you weren't, and blah blah blah. blah. It's like no. No, let's let's be let's be honest, okay? Yeah. Let's be let's be one hundred percent transparent. Y'all weren't bullied in middle school because you watched anime. Y'all were bullied in middle school because you tried to kamehameha in the hallway and you started fucking Naruto running in your classroom. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, and yeah. you probably had poor social skills, which you could blame your parents for. Also, if you're a dude, you probably stunk. Like all, I don't know, I don't know what age group middle like um, middle school is, but I can just say that most teenage dudes, even fucking. The super clean ones have a fucking pong to them, hey? When was the last time you smelt a teenage dude and thought, yeah, mm, he smells like he's washed everything? <laughs> Just the fucking stinky boys. <laughs> oh, dude, man. That was like a four-year period in my life where I reckon I just stunk as a teenager. Like, just pure, like, fucking links on BO for four years. Oh, you guys don't See, have oh, Sick! Yeah, See, rough. thankfully... F- Thankfully for me, I literally had one instance in elementary school where a girl looked me dead in the eyes and said, you fucking, not fucking, but she was like, you smell really bad. And like that scarred me so bad from that point on, I was like showering once, if not twice a day. (laughs) Sam used to smell so strong of Old Spice swagger (laughs) that you could smell him from down the hallway. It was legitimately because of that interaction in elementary school that I always smelled of swagger. Sam walking in smelling like a divorced dad with Old Spice on it. I fucking, (laughs) I live for that image. Oh, that's so good. That's fantastic. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's the only soap he had in his shower too. Like he washed his hair with it, his nuts with it, his armpits with it. Wait, Courtney, are you trying to tell me that there's different types of soap I should be using? I just wash everything with one soap, Courtney. That's a a conversation for another day. (laughs) I just can't engage with that right now. I'm still trying to figure out what y'all call middle school. <laughs> it's just high school. We have primary school and high school. That's it. Primary school is like, I don't know. I think you finished at like 11 and then you're in high school. 
Okay, so you go like grades one through six, and then high school is like seven through twelve. Yeah, correct. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Courtney, it's it's a school system. It's not Auschwitz. <laughs> you don't need to react that way. No, but I was just like, <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking, how many BJ's are happening between eighteen year olds and twelve year olds because they're in the same building? Courtney, we're not fucking animals. We're not fucking just sucking and fucking the youngest kids at school. I mean, sure, some people were. <laughs> That's what ours did. What the fuck? <laughs> Americans that sexually repressed they just can't fucking help themselves they're in the same building with someone of the same gender even if there's like a five year age grab they're just gonna be like suck your dick like is that is that how you guys walk around day to day yeah nice just excessively horny yeah all the time I don't not me personally maybe Sam but yeah me personally (laughs) no it was so popular for seniors to like fuck all the freshmen and then there were some instances where they were, like, having 7th graders S their Ds, and it was just, like, it was a whole thing. And it's been a whole... I'm sure it's still a whole thing. That is, um... Horrific. Um... <laughs> just... <laughs> anyway, graders anyway. sucking D is, like, one of the most haunting sentences I've heard in a, in a long time. That's... Yeah. Yikes. Um... Let's 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 steer the conversation away from pedophilia <laughs> and get back to my hero. It's a tangent I didn't think would go on, but anyway, there we go. Um, <clears throat> some, speaking of horny, actually, the we spoke quickly about the death of of Twice, and I, I do want to get back to that. But do you guys know notice just like the amount of ridiculous like boob drop we saw in the death of Midnight, or the Oh, hopefully dude. the contention, like potential death of midnight. I mean, unconfirmed death of midnight. Yeah, I swear to God, if they kill her off screen, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, I mean, you want her to have her throat slit on screen? I just, I just think, she, I just feel like if she's going to go down while surrounded with villains, I want to see her go down at least in like a blaze of glory. I feel like it's disrespectful to be like. Oh, she's down. Villains are surrounding her. All right, let's cut to somewhere else. Oh, come back. Oh, she's dead. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> agree. I I agree, but there is something. There is something to be said about killing Midnight off screen to kind of counteract the fact that they killed twice on screen. Like, I feel like we saw them kill. A, a, a villain and we're not going to see the the retribution of them getting one over on a hero you know what i mean i think that's maybe the kind of juxtaposition they're looking for um but it was super confronting seeing uh miss midnight die only because the shot of her laying on the ground was like ridiculously horny like oh, it was extremely horny i like th- those titties oh my lord damn damn titties it was like I was <laughs> blushing when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, midnight! Oh, hello!" And then death. Oh, sick! <laughs> uh, the space between them and the angle at which they were hanging, I was. Oh, dude! I didn't blush. I was like, I felt bile crawling up my. Oh, throat. dude! The space between them, I was like, I was like, that is. It was a chasm in which I would love to just bury, like, just to bury myself into. That's, it was, mm-hmm. Mm. it was, uh, it was I, quite, quite an interesting choice in my, in my opinion. I liked it. Yeah. 
And then, like, the next episode, they cut to fucking Momo just straight up, her shirt just fully open, just spewing out, uh, what was it, like, the fucking shit to put the big dude to sleep. And I'm like, all right, her titties are just out now, all right. The fact that she can make um, anesthetic, which means she could probably make any chemical compound means she would be one of the best drug dealers in the My Hero universe. 100%. If she was if she was a villain, oh my god, oh, that would be dangerous. Disgusting. Didn't get caught with the shit on her either. Nah. Because it ain't in her pocket, it's in her fucking chest. Yep. <laughs> Could you imagine your dealer comes over and like, oh yeah, no, just, just the usual thank you, and she just pulls, like, dips her hand into it, like, between her, her, her chesticles and just pulls out your drugs? Wouldn't that be like... Like, I'd pay extra. She'd be like, oh, oh, I, I get my shit and a show? All right, here's an extra 10. <laughs> Puts it in your hand. Oh, it's warm. I wasn't expecting it to be warm. Um, <laughs> Corny is fucking hating this conversation on a level that is fucking making me so happy. <laughs> Every now and again, I get a side eye from Courtney. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, you fucking pervert? Like, she wasn't just talking about like sucking the youngest kid's dick at high school. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I didn't do shit like that. Sam was. Hey, I didn't do shit either. No, Sam no. was the glory hole operator. I, Wait, use you. Is a glory hole operator someone who operates a glory hole or uses a glory hole? Because operating a glory hole, I mean, would just be like making sure the the sides aren't rough, maybe a little bit of cushion, tissues in both stalls. <laughs> Adequate door space, you know, no one wants to see their doors poking out the bottom of the legs. There's a lot of logistics into operating a glory hole now that I think about it. Maybe some baby wipes just to be nice. (laughs) Everyone loves a baby wipe. Maybe a warm towel. Warm towel would be useful. Oh, for sure. Mm. Yeah, Sam was a towel bathroom guy. Yeah, Yeah, I was was the bathroom attendant. (laughs) Standing outside every bathroom stall. Old Spice, sir? Old Spice? Yeah, Old Spice? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Circling back, I'll fucking try and keep this podcast on track. It's not like I'm the one that's fucking disrailing this thing every three seconds. Um, circling back to the, what you said previously, Courtney, about the death of Twice being like a motivation for the, the League of Villains. I do think that we're going to see, a, like, in the last episode we saw a little bit of the League of Villains, but I do think there will be a big sense of payback from the, from the League, especially from um, old mate... Blood crazy girl. Oh, Toga. Toga. Like, I think Toga's revenge for that will be pretty horrific. I think she's going to go to town. Yeah, I'm scared for the damage that she's going to cause because of that. Especially because... I'm wondering... No, go, Courtney. I was just wondering, too, if this was going to somehow be turned into, like, the public being turned against heroes because they're murderers and hypocrites. I think possibly, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's kind of the goal of the League. Like, it's not the goal. I think Shigaraki just wants to watch the world burn kind of deal. But also, there does... Like, he's mentioning how how little faith he has in heroes and how, you know, heroes cause this, you know, societal rot from the heroes making... From there being heroes, that means there's, like, a, a weaker class of people who rely on the heroes for protection, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, like, he's he's doing that really good villain thing where when he's describing why he's a villain, you're also kind of like, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, that kind of... You're not saying 
falsehoods. You know, you've, you've sp- spoken a little bit of truth, even if it is the fucking creepiest truth coming from the creepiest dude on planet. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's that great villain thing where the league seems to be almost right in a way. They definitely make some valid points and even with Redestro's organization, you know, the, the idea of just complete quirk freedom kind of makes sense in a way. Like there's, there's a way you can definitely justify that thinking. So I think that's also what's bringing this season of My Hero up so much is that the villains are, are seemingly not justified, but you could see how they see themselves as justified. So I think that's what's making this season so good is that not only are the heroes on the front foot and, you know, actually involved in a, a large-scale conflict with a conflict with a lot of action and, and we're having deaths on screen and, and big revelations, but also the, the villains are super strong in their ideology, so it's making it more interesting as a viewer just all around. That thought as well. I was like, oh, they're doing like a Attack on Titan scenario where which side is the right side? You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time... I reminded myself that Hitler had strong convictions as well. You know what I mean? Like, if you have strong enough convictions, you can justify or convince just about anybody of anything. And I think that's what's happening to us as viewers. Um, Shigaraki's passion, his trauma, the sadness of his backstory, the way that the heroes have done him wrong, the way that the system isn't perfect, just like it isn't in real life... It's kind of getting us onto his side, but in reality, we have to remember, too, that he's just murdering everybody. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude. I mean, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, that really is what it comes down to, is like, while, yes, the ends don't always justify the means, at the end of the day, Shigaraki is trying to look for complete and utter anarchy and is completely trying to destroy and kill everyone. Mm-hmm. While the heroes are, for the most part, trying to protect the majority. As fucked as that may be, is that because you can't protect everyone. You can't you can't make a world where everyone is going to be perfectly there or else that would be a fucking utopia. But it's like choose choose your poison. Would you rather side with the dude that wants everybody dead, or would you rather side with the people that wants the majority of people alive? But a villain that had my ass was Stain. I was like, yes, Queen. That <laughs> Stain was probably the most morally gray character of My Hero, and that's why I loved him so much. Stain was, I think the reason Stain is so fondly remembered in the community and, like, in the show is just because it was the first instance in My Hero where there was a truly terrifying villain presence on the show. Like, say what you will about... um all for one and all that. Like he on screen presence, he wasn't really that terrifying. Like he was just this kind of ominous fucking presence in the background where when Stain came in, Stain was right at the forefront. He was, you know, the, the scenes we got of him on the, on the show were, were super, you know, graph, excuse me, graphic and like hyper violent almost. But also, he was just menacing and terrifying as a presence on screen. So, yeah, Stain was the first best villain in in My Hero for sure. And I think his legacy is, is definitely being felt throughout the show in other characters and in the fandom too. Because I think that's what this season of My Hero... Like, yeah, it's action-packed and everything, but it's we've got compelling villains again. 
like really compelling villains engaging directly with a with one A and directly with the heroes. <coughs> it's no longer in the shadows. It's it's right on the forefront. It's you know it's at the surface. Uh, so yeah, it's just fucking kicking goals left, right, and center in my opinion. Now yeah. That I th- now that I think about it, you did suck dick in high school. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's what happened to Stain? He didn't. Did he? He's in die? jail. Oh, he is in jail. Yeah, I actually just watched that. <laughs> That's something we oh, need to we need oh, to circle back to. Oh, yeah, dude. A mad dude. Imagine he makes a return. That would be probably something that's going to happen. I can see that happening. Funny you say that, because as soon as Steph saw him, she's like, he's one of the long-term ones, and I was like, no, he's not, but she might be right. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like during, it's like, if you're going to have a war arc, I feel like you're going to pull out all the stops, so it's like, it would kind of be a disservice to not have Stain come back, at least in some capacity. Yeah, it also might be something they're waiting for after this war arc, you know, once things kind of Maybe, yeah. settle back down, that's a, a good way to propel the story after whatever happens at the the end of this war arc. It's also crazy just to realise that this is still the first year of these students' life at UA. Like, when, when Momo says that yeah. line, like, oh, this is, you know, this is my first year at UA at during, like, episode seven or whatever it was. I was like, yeah, bitch, this has been one year. Aren't you guys tired? If, like, one of these things happened to me in a year, it would be the most noteworthy thing of five years. You know what I mean? It's, like, all I would talk about. But this is just their day-to-day, man. These guys are having a horrific first year. (laughs) Yeah. Like, literally, the like, in season one, the attack on the USJ, like, that's enough trauma to fucking scar uh, scar a kid literally for the rest of their lives. And they're going through this shit on, like, a monthly basis. Yeah. Yeah. They would progress faster in their schooling you reckon do you think it's too slow i I, I don't know i kind of i really enjoy that it's this slow kind of prod through their schooling career where all this ridiculous stuff's happening because i just feel like once my hero leaves the the confines of ua i feel like it's gonna be a bit directionless in a way like i can just i feel like that 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 school and the fact that they're all in class together is is such a grounding fact of this show like it's such a, a grounding reality that they all have to come back to and you know sit in this fucking dumb little class and learn dumb maths or something but um yeah i think it'll lose a bit of direction if it if it left school so soon you know what i mean i don't know i feel like that's like kind of the only direction they have to go though from this point on because it's like i feel like they've explored just about everything they could when it comes to activities in the confines of the school like, we've seen school festivals, we've seen, like, sports festival tournament arcs, we've seen, like, you know, training arcs, like, training between classes. It's like, how much more can you really do within the mm. confines of the school? I you suppose, know? yeah, you're right. They have kind of done everything when it comes well, to, Well, and like, also them school. being limited as heroes. <clears throat> like, yeah. of course, now they have their provisional licenses, so they have less limits, but they, they're still being shoved to the sidelines, and that's driving me fucking insane. <laughs> I feel like what's inevitably going to happen is because if you know what's what like the direction the My Hero manga is heading right now, that it's it's like already confirmed the My Hero manga is like close to being finished. So I feel like the direction this is headed is 
they're going to finish whatever the hell is going on with the manga right now. And when that's done, I feel like we'll end up basically with like a Naruto Shippuden sequel style where we'll have a pretty hefty time skip past all the schooling. And then we'll be able to revisit these same heroes after they've graduated and they are fully like fledged pro heroes. And I feel like the story will kind of continue from there. That would be kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> that, I feel like the model that Naruto laid down, you know, previously with the, you know, Naruto into, into Shippuden, into Baruto is like a, a pretty tried and tested, you know, method of moving your story along, like a bit of a time, time skip. I mean, like one piece did a time skip mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where you, skip a, a bunch of training and get your, your characters up to the, the next kind of power level, the next, you know, ability right. scale. So, yeah, th- th- that would be kind of interesting. I mean, is there is there Hero University? Uh, I don't think no, that's I ever been mentioned. So. Yeah. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, straight My on. only concern would be is that if they're going to do it true ship it in style and make it work, the villain boss is gonna have to be shigaraki i mean if they pull another one out of their ass it has to be shigaraki it's stronger than yeah that's stronger than shigaraki i'm gonna be kind of skeptical like what's going on here yeah well that's that's the thing is that like from from what we've been told thus far with what the powers shigaraki has he has all for one and if this motherfucker when he eventually we're assuming gets to 100 percent of that power because He's at like what seventy percent? I think he was. Yeah, but I don't think it can be completed unless he goes back in the tube and rests for another month. Okay, so like that being said, if that hap, so if that happens, like, what 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 do you what do you what do you do to like? That's the only thing is like, what do you do to like progress the story when it comes to like timeline wise, right? Because it's like I could understand like maybe you have a gap where like Shigaraki's fighting everyone. He realizes he's not, he's not strong enough to be able to kill everyone at his current state. Retreats to be able to get back to 100%. Well, once he retreats for whatever that time period is, a month, two months, whatever, and comes back at 100%, from there, it's like you're kind of stuck with like two options. Either Shigaraki does kill everyone, or they take out Shigaraki. So it's like... I don't really know what the third option would be to be able to have the story progress. And that's the only thing that would be kind of interesting to see how they go about it. I think the only thing that would progress it is if they go with their typical model, uh, like they did for All for One and Stain. They arrest him, right? They capture him. Yep. Because heroes don't murder, although Hawks kind of switch that situation up. Mm, So who knows? Um, Take him into custody. Um, He gets out. Yeah, I mean, I could see them definitely, you know, performing some sort of capture of of the villains, round them up, yada, 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 followed by a, you know, prison escape would also get to see. It would be be pretty interesting to see how the villains in prison manage to get an escape. Like, a prison escape is always a pretty interesting storyline. Like, it's, it's... it's as if they make it you know complicated and a bit tricky and the, and the the villains have to you know pull some fucking shenanigans in prison to get out and escape yada 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 that would that would be interesting that's that's definitely a way they could go forward i'm just i'm i think my concern is that the the power level of the villains at the moment is seemingly so massive that they're going to have to scale up these villains 
more for for you know to keep the stakes higher i mean how do we get stronger better villains when you know you've got like makia which is like an indestructible titan that has like an armor mode as well that we just saw like he's already ridiculously strong held all the pro heroes back yet you know shigaraki's already going toe-to-toe with the number one hero and doing well like if they keep scaling up these villains like they're gonna be gods like actual gods yeah yeah well Moldoria is only at 45 percent at moment of impact too so well he just think about the room of growth that he's got well, he just fucking 100% club-armed Shigaraki right in the mouth. Yeah, Wyoming smashed that dude's face off. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is annoying that we've still got the, the, the bullets in play. That's one thing that I was kind of hoping would move away from after the last arc, because I, 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 I really didn't like that, that concept of the ability to remove someone's quirk forever through these, like, bullet stuff. It was... Yeah kind of hard for me to watch Lemillion fall. I really was like, oh, this is... I I hate this. This is not the My Hero I want. I don't want emotional damage from my characters. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, uh, seeing them come back into play, I was definitely kind of like, oh, c- come on. Are these still a thing? Like, you're yeah. God-level tier power now, but you've also got this fucking ace in your uh, up your sleeve as well. Like, it's... Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like that. Just you know, like, I'm... so X-Men to me. I yeah, think it's mean. stupid. You know, X-Men, um, X-Men and like... Last is Stand, a... isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the Last Stand where they come up with the cure for mutants. Yeah. It, it's just dumb. It, it, and it's, you're right. Like, you're so all-powerful, but you need to fucking cheat to take out Eraserhead. Mm. Come oh, on. I think, I think the one thing that I'm kind of holding out for and like that the one ace in the hole for the heroes to be able to combat against that is if they can finally get Ari to control her quirk because I feel like she'd be able to reverse the effects of the bullets. I mean, that's definitely where they're heading. I mean, it's it's we, like I think it was very deliberate that we we saw Ari in these last couple of episodes sitting with All Might. Like, I think it was definitely a reminder that she's involved and, and at play. Um, so uh, yeah, I think you're right. She is going to play into the reversing of the reversal. <laughs> oh my god, fucking yeah. anime so dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ, hitting them with the fucking double reverse. Oh my god, it's like a an Uno skip on an Uno skip. It's just fucking <laughs> <sighs> the content we choose to indulge in in a daily basis is ridiculous, and we need to look at our lives sometimes. Um. I can't remember what I was going to say because reversal of reversal just made my brain go, no, that's stupid. Um, I honestly can't remember. Oh, yeah, my, my um, Courtney, you mentioned just before that you're doing a rewatch of My Hero. Now, I know what this rewatch is. You're rewatching it with your with your lovely mother, and I am fascinated to hear her opinions on it. How is she vibing it? She likes it a lot. All Might's her favorite. She hates Bakugo, thinks he's a dick, like, asshole, whole nine yards, which is true yep, at this yeah, moment fair. in time. Yep, fair. Yeah, she has not um, said a falsehood yet. Yeah. yeah. But, um, see, we just got past Stain. Um, right now it's kind of hard for her because there's a lot of characters being thrown her way. 
Uh, and it's hard for me too because I can't. I listen. I can't even remember season four or season five. I'm gonna be fully honest. Like no clue. Like I, blank I, slate. I choose not to remember season. I choose not to remember season uh, five. I, I just I I blanked that from my memory, except for the my villain stuff, which was okay. I guess that was pretty I, good. I was gonna five. say. That was, they animated such a disservice to that arc. I'm just gonna say that it was the slow. It was the slowest my hero's been in a long time, and we're. I think we're seeing the, the you know the the balancing act of that with this season just being full throttle, hundred mile an hour. So I use miles. That's that's how you guys talk. Just to assimilate myself. Hey, hey. let's go kilometers an hour. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. That's fucking embarrassing. But yeah, no, no, we're seeing like the we're seeing the balancing act of that, uh, you know, that quiet, slow paced season last season, followed by this, you know, ridiculously high octane season. So, yeah, I'll be interested to see what your mum thinks when it does slow down a bit, especially in that season four, season five kind of dip. But was this the first anime she's gone in on? She's watched um, Erased, Great Pretender, My Dress Up Darling, um, Bubble. Uh, Sam, what's the other one? She watched a good bit of Attack on Titan. Oh, she watched all the way through season three, but she can't remember it. Um, there's one more. I can't remember. What was it? I'm like looking around my room to see if it's on the walls. Did you say JJK already? She only watched two episodes of that. Oh. Ooh, she didn't vibe it? She has to watch it in Japanese, and that's what she's not vibing with. Why does she have to watch it in Japanese? Because if she watches it in English, I will not watch it with her. Oh my god, Courtney. (laughs) I'm not a sub elitist, but the dub is so bad in JJK, I can't even... The dub is fine in JJK. Like, as someone who's watching... Dude, it's so fine. It's He says Megumi. He does say Megumi. Let's go back and see Megumi. Yeah. Like, that enough is is like, yeah, I'm out. I kind of love the dub of JJK. In fact, there's very few dubs that I don't enjoy. I mean, it's it's still crazy to me that I... I, (laughs) I don't exclusively watch dub. Like I, I watch a lot of sub too. But like, I'll always go back to dub. Like I, I just will. Like Chainsaw Man. Currently, the dub's one episode behind. So every week, I just watch it twice. <laughs> one yeah. sub. The one dub, dub for Chainsaw Man is actually really good. <laughs> it's low key bonkers how good the dub is for Chainsaw Man. They fucking yeah. nailed every single voice. It's low key bonkers how good Chainsaw Man is, and yet we still haven't talked about it. Like spoken about. Oh, it for I'm 50 like we should probably <laughs> we should probably move on to Chainsaw Man for a, for a yeah little we bit. probably should. Um, final thoughts on My Hero season six though I I'm loving it I think it's fantastic and the the longer this season keeps going on the more I'm just like yeah My Hero is great like why was I so hard on you for two years you know what I mean? Yeah, because for two years they put out about three shitter arcs out of four. <laughs> yeah. That is a fact. Damn, I was having a good time. You guys are fucking dramatic. Um, I don't know how to react to Courtney calling me dramatic, the probably most dramatic person <laughs> I've ever met. 
God damn it. That's a, that's a harsh reality to take. I need to look at myself in the mirror for a little bit. Any newsies. <laughs> Chainsaw Man. The... What I was originally calling, before this season even started, I was calling this the MVP of the season. I was like, Chainsaw Man will be the best. Nothing will beat Chainsaw Man. There's like three other animes that I'm like, this is fucking amazing. But anyway, um, we're currently six episodes into season one of Chainsaw Man. And uh, what's the vibe, guys? How, how are we feeling? Uh, do you want to go first, Corny, or do you want me to? Seven out of ten, six out of ten-ish. Um... Yeah, I have a lot more to say, but I'm going to let Sam go first, because I know he's got a lot of initial thoughts. I mean, I will say the voice acting is some of the best I've heard in a very long time. So, for me, this is coming from a manga reader, who is also just a massive Hatsuki Fujimoto stan. Um, This is about... I, I think this is, like, one of, if not the only perfect 10 out of 10 adaptation i have ever seen i this is the most incredible adaptation of manga to anime i've ever seen the most just fully unique and like fully flushed out adaptation i've ever seen like they did so much justice to this manga and they went above and beyond for every single scene like even when it comes to just character interactions character dialogue there's so much life to every single scene. Like, every scene feels like I'm watching a movie. It feels cinematic. Like, it... Oh, my God. The production value on this on this series is unlike any TV series I've ever seen animated. Yep. Oh, so, that's... that's my first thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty much on, on your side of the Sam boy. Um... I had to go back and read the the first uh, volume of Chainsaw Man when I was um, watching this because I kept thinking to myself, it can't be as good as I'm thinking it is. Because as as I was watching it, I was like, I couldn't think of any beats that were missing. I couldn't think of any characters that I felt were off from the manga. I just everything felt right and it was like an eerie feeling because I'm like, no, surely surely this is rose-tinted glasses. I'm caught up in the hype. Surely it's not this good of an adaptation. And then I re- reread it and I was like, yeah, they fucking nailed it. They they seemingly made every single detail work and it's, it's a, a modern masterpiece of an- animation. Like, it just is. It's, it's an undeniable yep. fact that Chainsaw Man... Season one in the first six episodes has done nothing but brought absolute heat to the anime community because it's fucking gorgeous in e- like in every scene it is. There's there's I would struggle f- to find a frame of this where I'm not amazed yeah. at the, the the quality of this animation. It's yeah. I, I would s- I would say it's an objective fact to say that this adaptation is perfect. However, the subject matter, the subjective matter is that I do understand that some people may just not like the characters, they may not like the story, they may not like the world building. Basically, the the subjectiveness of the story, I can understand why people may not like it, and that's fine. I'm completely okay with that. I just I love I just want to make the argument, I want to make the statement that as far as like the objectiveness of this production value, it is 
perfection. A hundred percent. I think. I think animation, sound quality, like um the the soundtrack. I think everything is hitting the exact beat it needs to to elevate this story to to what it is, what we're seeing on on the screen. And if you aren't vibing the the characters and the story elements of it, like that's that's completely fine. Like obviously a, a story like this isn't going to be for everyone. Like I would just I'm just not going to show my wife this show. Like, I'm just not going to. Right. This is not one I'm going to sit right. down and, and put on with her because, like, admittedly, it, it is beautiful and I'm sure she would, you know, gleam some enjoyment just from actually watching this show. But the reality of it is that the story is almost purposely made to be not for everyone. It's, yeah, it's a it very polarizing. There's some very polarizing characters in there. There's some very childish um elements to it there's some very childish motivations to it um it is uh, a story in which the protagonist is involved in the in the overarching plot and involved in the overarching world but involved in a selfish kind of immature way where the the stakes of the actual world aren't realized for the protagonist but they're realized for the for the viewer so if you're not vibing that, I definitely can see how you would not be enjoying this series as much as someone who who is vibing that story. Um, but that being said, I'm sure all of Courtney's opinions on this show are wrong. So over to you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you kind of covered it, honestly. I think that there are some inconsistencies in the animation that I especially notice in the first two episodes where... Some of the characters look squished and odd, and some of the movements look like almost like they're glitching. It's it's weird, but um, I will say it is spot on from the manga. Um, in fact, the pace is moving a lot slower than I feel like the manga did, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I think that I wouldn't say the show is objectively good. I think it's subjectively good, depending on who you are. And I do think that somebody who finds this show to be incredible or masterpiece worthy does have a level of immaturity or like either you're 13 or you think like you're 13. That's my opinion. I'm not trying to throw shade here. I think that the anime is much less childish than the manga. Like when I think back to when I read the manga, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, genuinely, what the fuck was that? Um, the anime's okay. It takes away some of the pieces that I very much disliked about the manga, but I just don't think that it's even an 8 out of 10. Like, I think that's too high of a score. I'd give it, like, eh, I'd give it, like, a 7, just based off of voice acting and soundtrack and it's overall animation. It's crazy to me how much shade you just threw for someone who immediately followed up with, I'm not meaning to throw shade. It's like you threw all the shade and be like, oops, didn't mean to drop all this shade. Um, that's very funny. I, well, I, It's hard for me not to be like, I don't think like a 13-year-old boy, you smell. Um, but I think that would just prove your point even further. Um I th- yeah, I think I think you are right. There is a, a definite definite immaturity to the storyline, but I don't think it comes from. I don't think you need to be immature to enjoy that. I think it is very fun and engaging to to watch and 
you know, see someone being so immature in a world where it seems so mature and, you know, this feels like a very adult world, you know what I mean? There's there's very real stakes in day-to-day life and people seem to be going around with a sense of dread not dread but like there's 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 definitely this sense of danger in the world and it's the fact that it's not affecting the main character and the fact that he's so immature with his motivations and drive and he's so immature when it comes to his approach to this world i think it's so refreshing to to see that where the stakes of the anime don't line up with the stakes of the main character's Mm. goals you know what i mean it's i don't know it's such a refreshing take on it I don't think it's bad to enjoy it. I didn't mean the the maturity or the age thing in a way that you're stupid if you like this show. No, it's more like it's more like this show is what it is. It's fun. It's action packed. It's simple. It's the motivations are simple. It's different. And I think that I don't think that simplistic thing is bad. I think it's good for what the show is. I just think it does take a there has to be a piece of somebody that is okay with something like that and not looking into it. Like, I think that the people that don't like it are the people that are trying to dig deeper into the meaning or like trying to find Mm. some like profound, huge meaning. I mean, you can find profound, huge meaning in anything, right? Yeah. When in reality, he's just a kid who's just trying to eat good food and, and find somebody to connect with. That's it. I think, I think, well, I think what makes this story profound is that it is so simple because you're following a character who had, who literally is starting from nothing. He's starting from zero. He had nothing. He literally was holed up in a shack, was malnourished completely, and was being abused and used by the fucking Yakuza to work until his death. Okay, so that's what, that's what Denji grew up with from the time he was a child. So for the first time in his life, now that he's allowed to now eat in a sleep in a warm bed, eat real food, and have real human interactions, of course he's going to do everything in his power to keep that life going. But another big thing that I think a lot of people are not taking away from this is that Denji isn't making these decisions by himself. Denji isn't choosing to want to live this life. Denji's being manipulated to do this stuff. Mm. He's literally been told by Makima, if you don't do what I say, I will hunt you down and kill you. That's that's the biggest thing for me, is that like he Denji, while yes, his his drives are simplistic, he wants to touch tits, he wants to be dating a girl. At the end of the day, if he was given the choice, he would want to just live his life as a regular teenager, like any other 15-year-old would. But he's being manipulated by his superiors. Do we to know that do though? Crazy things. Do we know that though? Because Denji doesn't know what normal looks like, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm being controlled by Makima, but meh, she's pretty and gives me good food." Like, I think you're that... trying to like come up with some thought process that he has that we don't really know if he has it or not. He doesn't even have any frame of reference for what he just knows that the food he eats is good. He's sleeping on a bed. And he's got a reward from a beautiful woman that he likes should he kill the gun devil. Well, you've already seen him start to start to process whether he thinks what Makima's doing is good or not. Because he questioned Aki, or to Aki himself. He was like, is Makima a good person? And he started, he's starting to process that. Now, he is very, very immature. And that thought process kind of went out the window in about two seconds. 
But I think for now, you can see the building blocks starting to be there where Denji's kind of starting to piece together what's going on around him. And I think that's that's what kind of like sets the groundwork is like you can see Denji starting from zero. And then when he gets to Makima, he thinks he has it all right. But then as he learned with the uh, with all the Yakuza, once you fulfill one goal, it's only human nature to want to set another goal ahead of you. So he's just going to continue to want more and more and more. And that's just human nature. But because of the people around him, he's just going to continue to get manipulated and he's going to continue to be driven in a path that is not healthy. I think that's that's a lot more of the underlying themes that you can kind of dig deeper into. Yeah, I definitely can say I can definitely say those themes. And like I, I agree to an extent that Denji is just, you know, trapped again. You know, he went from from a, a situation in where his his abusers in lack of a better word were treating him awfully and now his his abusers are treating him very well. But in the end of the day it's still an abusive relationship like he's still being controlled he's still you know have his um um you know power over himself taken away like he has his you know self-control of of his destiny at this at this point but also i think there's a, a the more underlying theme of this show and i think the one that it will be remembered for is that it's it's just fun like it is it's just fun and it's great that those themes are there and it's great that we can, you know, delve deep into those themes. But I think the the long-standing legacy of Chainsaw Man was, hey, will, we, will be, hey, this is a great series. This is very fun. It's well-written. The the world is, is engaging. It's interesting. And, hey, this is a look at a protagonist and a, at a version of a protagonist that isn't seen that often in, in the anime community. You know what I mean? This is... He has lead. He has you know lead comedic relief, you know energy, instead of protag energy. You know what I mean. And it's good to see that in 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 the driver's seat, if you know what I mean. And that's what I'm saying, Sam. Like, as an earlier, it sounded like an insult, and I didn't mean it that way. I think I could have worded it better. But I think, Sam, the reasons that you're trying to make Denji deeper or this show deeper and more profound is you taking away from what it does. For the anime community, because it's well, different in the sense that it's so, it's just fun. It's simple. He's simple. Is there stuff going on there that, that goes on with humans? Absolutely. In reality, like, he's a simple creature. The show is simple. Everything well, around him is complicated, as there. is real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's not really, he's just trying to live the good life, you know? I- I, ca- I, 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 for the most part, I pretty much agree with you in that case. That's, that's more so what I was trying to argue was that, like, it's not necessarily that Denji is the deepest character. It's that the world around him is, a, is extremely complicated and the characters around him are extremely complicated. I and wouldn't that's say what it's makes... more complicated than any other. I'm not just, saying they got no. demons in their world and. Yeah, but there, there's, not... this, yeah. there's this complicated entanglement of of demons in culture and i don't know i i do i I will take sam's side on this just because i do feel like um it is a very complicated and and fraught world that they're they're living in like it it seems to be from the the little bit we've seen and the the little bit of the manga i've read that it's (coughs) 
it's a a very deep dark world and i think that is the best juxtaposition for for denji as a protagonist is that this world is so confusing and 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 deep and and dark and there's so much mystery behind you know who makima is you know what what's the actual motivation of these characters who's this organization really you know what is what is this devil plague that is is you know encapsulating the world you know what is the gun devil you know how is the fear of humans creating these things there's so much deep complex kind of lore and and intrigue in it and it's yeah just played off against denji who has the yeah the, the exact same different? motivations of a, of a 13 year old how is that different than my hero, for example? That that's my thing. Like I'm not again, Chainsaw Man's a good show, but I'm just saying, like, the the complexity of the world around him, how is that different than other anime? Because you, know you what get I mean? to see because you get to see the complexity of this world play out through the eyes of someone that is immature. But my point Whereas... is not my point. What makes Chainsaw Man different is not the complexity of the world, it's the simplicity of the main character. Well, I think it's I think it's both because yeah. there are plenty of stories that have simplistic, basic, stupid main characters with overly basic, stupid, and simple worlds. But typically, when you have overly complex, serious, and dark undertoned like main characters, you compl- you uh, you meet that with overly complex, right. dark. So it's not that the world settings. is overly complex. I'm not trying to it's say the fact that the that world is simple. I'm not I'm not trying to say that the world of Chainsaw Man is overly complex and overly deep and well thought out more so than any other anime in existence. I'm just saying I think it's on par with other series that are deep, dark, complex, and gritty and things like that. But what makes it unique is that it has a main character that is not and I think going through the world through the eyes of Denji is what makes this story so unique and so like engaging. Hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I, I don't even really know what I was going to say. To be honest, I just. Yeah, like I, I see, I see what you're saying with the like the the like the simple versus complex kind of main character slash world, but I, I, I just find myself having so many more questions about this world than I would other worlds and how it, how it's structured. Like, like that the comparison to my hero and stuff like that. It's. A lot of my hero's, you know, complexity of, of its world and world building are, are right on the surface. You know, the relationship to heroes and villains, the the relationship to the the you know the community at large and heroes, and you know the community at large and villains, and the the way that kind of toxic mindset is like seeping into you know their every society. Um, I just I just have less well questions about how that world runs than I do this world. Like there's. I don't know. I feel like the the motivations and the complexity of the the organization and you know the these characters that are surrounding Denji. I just feel like it's there's just way more intrigue for me. Like just way more. And maybe that is just a a, a fact that I'm, I'm you know you don't have to spend much time thinking about the the main character and what he wants and desires. So you get a little bit more time to reflect on what the world is around him. Maybe maybe that's that maybe that's why I've been thinking about it so much. But yeah, I've just found myself really trying to piece together the the environment around him more than I have in other shows. Like I've just there's a few scenes and stuff that we've that we've happened that I've I've watched a, a multiple times just to be like, what's really going on in this scene? Like, what, what is there any clues that I can in, like pick up from and intuit from the the surroundings of this scene? 
because every time we get like a little nugget of story, I'm just like, oh yeah, lap that up. Like the the brief scene of of Makima going into that you know that big boardroom with that big table of old stiff white men, I was just like, what's this? Okay, yeah, what what role are these guys playing? Like, what 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 is this um, organization really? happening and and who who's makama like what what's her deal how she's clearly manipulating everyone around her but to what end like what 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 is her drive and i don't know the the little bit we saw of the gun devil i was just like oh man i'm so excited to see what this is and yeah and like even to a lesser extent like power and stuff like that i'm like oh yeah like she's a blood fiend but also you know she seems to to be this chaotic energy that's seemingly undirected but maybe there's a bit more to to the idea of fiends and stuff like that and how their relationship with with humans and devils i I don't know i think i've i've just found myself questioning the world a lot more because i'm i'm so intrigued and so engaged in this in this story Yeah, yeah i think i think another thing for me that has kept me glued to this series is just you can already start to see the the they're very small glimpses, but you can just definitely start to see the evolution of the relationship between Aki, Denji, and Power. Oh, yeah, because you can see it you can see it just from just from the dialogue alone. You can see from the first time Aki and Denji went out on a mission together to kill that where Denji chopped that one dude's off head off with an axe and he grabbed those porn mags. Aki made it very clear to him that Denji was a devil and that if he ever tried to basically like him, he will kill him as a devil. And then as you can see from this episode, you can already start to see Aki is starting to change because Aki went and defended Denji Mm. and because he knew he needed Denji but also because he cared and Makima even said it herself when she did a, when she did like a, uh, like a, like a little meeting with Aki. He was, she was like, Aki, you seem to have uh, loosened up a little bit. Is that, uh, is that Denji's influence on you? So like, you can already start to see like their relationship is already starting to build. And I think that's another key component to this show that, you, that you will see like moving forward. Yeah. hundred percent. Did, um, did anyone else get tingles in their giblets when Aki pushed Denji against the wall? Just me? <laughs> it was like a full... I was just like full... Like, <laughs> it happened and I was like, okay, okay, Aki. Whatever, buddy. I, um, yeah. I'm, the... I'm more into the degrading thing when uh, Denji got pushed into a pile of garbage and then he spit on him. So, you know. Yeah, that was hot too. There's, um, there's something to be said about the... the um, the way Who's in professional? which <laughs> the way... I can help with that. <laughs> we don't need help, Courtney. We need to be spat on. Um, <laughs> the way the way this show is handling the the lewdness of, of it all, like the the Denji power scene in the bathroom where Denji got to go to town on on Power's uh, chesticles, was I, I don't know. It, they they handled it in such a way that it was comedic titillating and uncomfortable all at the same time which was such an interesting experience for me because I I watched it at work and I was just like oh god and like I didn't plan my lunch break accordingly to the content in which I was viewing 
So I was like, oh, it's fine that I take my lunch break when there's five other people in the room. Like, this is Chainsaw Man. Like, they're just going to see some, you know, cool-ass demon, demons getting killed and some dudes with chainsaws out of his head and arms. Like, this would be fine. And then that scene, like, that episode played out, and I was, like, sweating in, in, the, in the staff room, just being like, oh, God, this is a... This is a bit risque. I'm like, please don't look over my shoulder, sir. I'm 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 watching <laughs> an adult show. Um, I, I've I've really enjoyed it. I think the longer this show keeps running, I think the more I'm going to be engaging with it. And it's it lived up to all the expectations I had because I was very hyped for this for this show. I've been talking about it for a long time. I remember when the first trailer came off, and I was just just beating my dick watching that thing. I was so excited, and now that now that it's out, I'm I'm relieved that it's living up to the hype that I had for it in my own head, but I'm also relieved that it's making me more hyped now. Like I'm 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 excited that I'm more excited to watch it than I was before it came out. If that makes any sense, like it, it delivered its expectations and then smashed them in a way that seemingly didn't seem possible because it seems like anything I ever get excited for ends up like trash. Is, is usually how it goes. My my wife has a theory that if I'm very excited for something, it's going to be very bad. <coughs> and she hasn't been proven wrong until until now, basically. So Damn, I feel like I'm the opposite. You feel like, like when you're... I know something's good, it ends up being fucking good. Sam might be like, dude, this show's shit. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. Nah, like I've... There's, there was like four scenario like four instances where i was super excited about something and i was really engaged with with the fandom about it and i got really i got myself all hyped up and then it just fucking shat on my chest like there was i don't know if you guys uh, that that engaged with um video games and stuff like that do you remember no man's sky it's like a uh uh-uh. Like I, I recognized the na- yeah, it was recognized like a the name PlayStation but... game that came out like 3 4 years ago and it was really hyped up at the time and i got super excited for its release like i was um i pre-ordered i lined up you know before the store opened to get my first like copy first thing in the morning to go home and play it all day and like the couple months yeah the couple months leading up to it i was just like watching hours and hours of like breakdown videos on youtube like this is everything we've seen in the trailer so far you know and you know the the concept of no man's sky was this, this massively open world randomly generated universe basically you could go planet to planet and you know you won't see anything the same it's all randomly generated and you get to explore this whole universe create your own story unlock the secrets of the universe and it was touted as this massive game and it was going to be you know the the best open world experience uh, you know space exploring game of its generation i was so excited for it and it was a pile of dog shit on release just one of the worst games i've ever played like i could only play for like three hours and before i was filled with rage and then there was a few other things that came out oh, i can't think of specifically what it was oh game of thrones the last season i took a i took a week off work for the for the start of that season or a week off work for the, la- the end of that season just because of how excited i was to watch game of thrones and then obviously it was the largest piece of shit committed to hbo since the first season of boardwalk empire um but yeah I, I, I think, well, I think if you like Chainsaw Man now, you will like it more as it goes on. Uh, of course. For sure. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, we've been going for forever. I do want to get into a few recommendations from you guys, because as I said before we started recording, I'm kind of burning through anime at an alarming pace, and I'm running out of shows to watch. And especially with this season being as good as it is, like I've been watching the hits, um, but I don't want to be sleeping on stuff that 
you guys think is good. So hit me with some recommendations, guys. All right. So I definitely recommended this to you, like, I think maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to do it again. Gundam? Um, Gundam. The Witch from Mercury. Yep. I haven't gone in on it yet, but I've put it on the watch list. But should it be bumped up in its order? It absolutely should be. I think we're about six episodes in, and then I think there's a, or no, seven, seven episodes in, and there's also a prequel episode before that, um, and it's fucking phenomenal. Like, if you just like just watching, uh, like, big mechs fight each other, it's it's so fucking good. It's all 2D animated. It's fu- mm. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I've never I've never been a massive mech head, um, if that's even what they call themselves. But like I think recently in the last year or two I've kind of been turning on mechs a little bit. Like I watched eighty six eighty six. I don't know if you call that a mech show, but it's it's mech adjacent. Oh yeah. And th- and that that, yeah. sh- that shit sucked me off like ridiculously. Yeah, eighty six eighty six is like it's definitely mech adjacent, so I think that kind of made me a bit more excited to watch mech and then Darling and the Franks was another really good mech-adjacent series that I fucking fell in love with. I watched that for you. Oh, I mean, if you you watch Darling and the Franks, you've watched a mech before. Like, that is a traditional, like, bipedal mech. Like, that that gives you the gist of, like, what mechs are going to be. Yeah, I think I can vibe it, though. Gundam's, like, a scary name for me, though, because there's just... There's seemingly an endless supply of Gundam series, and it all seems very convoluted and, and crazy. But do we like? Do you need any Gundam history for this? That's the cool thing about it, is that I've never watched a single Gundam series before. Watch this so, show, you understand everything. It's nice. completely, completely separate from its own. Like I'm sure there's references to the rest of the other Gundam world out there, but you don't need any of that prior information to enjoy this show. Oh, that's what we love. Yeah, okay, I'll definitely bump it up the watch list. You got anything else for me? Uh, Courtney, do you want to give one? You want to go back yeah. and forth, or do you? Yeah. So there's one. It's season three is airing this season, but it's um, it's pretty good. It's not something that I would typically like. It's a fun, like happy slice of life thing. It's uh, Welcome to Demon School, Irma-kun. Oh yeah, and I, I've va- I'm vaguely aware about this series. Um, in the in the fact that I've seen clips from it online several times because it's it's got some interesting character work but i've never i've never gone in it so it's like a slice of life like i wouldn't say a slice of life but it's uh we just did so (laughs) i mean i know it's hard it's it's... hard because it's a little on the immature side right um but it's funny it's fun and i has a good story i don't know it's like I'd say I'd say it hammers pretty well home on the comedic side. Yeah, I'd, I'd call it a comedy show as well. Oh, that's good. I'm I'm way more interested in more comedic anime now that I've been obsessed with Golden Kamui for like two years. So comedic anime now is is something I actually look for. Um, when previously I was like, I don't like comedy and anime. I don't I don't think they can do it right. Um, I don't either. But turns out I was just burnt on crappy filler episodes from Naruto that burnt me for comedic <laughs> anime for the rest of my life. Uh, you know what, that's fair. <laughs> mm. That's a that's a good one, though. I'll, I'll add it to the list. Okay. You got another one for me? 
Uh, have you been watching Blue Lock? Oh, pff. yeah. Oh, fuck you, Sam. Blue, Blue that Lock. was mine. <laughs> Blue Lock's fucking. We'll have to do an episode on Blue Lock because Blue Lock is all right. Good, ridiculous. Good, good. Can we like? Because that shit it's is fucking. Key. It's so good. It has no business being as good as it is. Uh, every week, oh, every week I watch it. I'm like, no. This what, why is this show this good? And it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like it can't get better, and then it just does. <laughs> And it's like the second great soccer anime we've had in like two, like six months. Like, what the fuck? Did they just Crazy. wait till the World Cup was going to be on and then pump out some of the best soccer content the anime community's seen in like ten years? Pretty much. It's crazy. pretty much. It's so good. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, Blue Lock's like Blue Lock was yeah. one when this se- when the the this new season kicked off uh, like of, of anime and I was I was looking through. I was like, oh yeah. I'll- checking on blue lock i really liked ioshi in the last season um yeah I'll, I'll check on blue lock it's not gonna be top of the list and now it's just like the day blue lock comes out i'm like oh it's fucking blue lock do son of a bitch it's gonna be a good day <laughs> I, I love it very much but yeah that that's so good all right so you've watched blue lock watched um hmm you're not really one for like a like a slice of life show, are you? Oh man, you guys are the only guys that have ever convinced convinced me into watching slice of life. Like I watched Hori Mia because of you guys. I've watched like, um, oh, what's that other fucking one you got me to watch? I can't recall, but it was good. But yeah, you you guys seemingly can can make me watch slice of life. So go ahead, recommend your fucking soapy slice of life that's gonna make me feel things. Uh, no, because yeah. this this one's this one's more of like a slice of life comedy, but I don't know. I don't. This one's like a uh, how do how do I put it? Okay, do you like cringe humor? Are you like a fan? Oh of no, cringe? Sam. Oh, oh Sam. No. In, in in doses, yeah, I, I can deal with cringe. Um, I okay, think. Then never mind. We will we will not. What is that? Be... Yeah, no. I'm... It's a show called. It's a show called uh, Bochi the Rock. But no, Bochi. How do you spell Bochi? Oh, found it. Don't uh, B O. Yeah, it's extremely cringe humor. I'll check it out. You've, 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 you guys have never really led me astray, so I'll, I'll check it out. And if I hate it, well, I have something to bully you about later. So that's fun. That's it's, fair. It, there's that's literally fair. no way I, I come out not on top in this situation, which is how I like <laughs> every situations to work. That's good. No, no, I'll check it out. I'm, I'm, I think I'm dawning into a new era of my anime appreciation because I was a strict kind of just your your top tier kind of shonen-y, your top tier mystery kind of stuff, you know, your real elite kind of anime chad stuff for for such a long time, and you guys managed to fucking crack the walnut shell that is my emotional, you know, hide and get under my skin with these horimiyas and these fucking other shows that have made me feel things. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'll definitely give it a, a definitely give it a whirl. We gotta get we gotta get you well rounded in the anime verse, all right? Mm. I'm feeling a lot more well rounded. I wish I could stop watching sports anime though. I'm kind of annoyed at how addicted I am to sports anime. And Not it, relate. <laughs> I just I never thought this is where my life would be, but it is. Yeah. Like literally, Blue Lock is my first. So who knows? Maybe this will just. Maybe this this will be like my cracking point. Oh, dude! I watched one. I watched the uh, one season of a sports anime. I can't even remember. I think it's 
called something, but it was um it was about yeah uh no called Love of the Play. It was a badminton anime. Uh, Love all play, sorry, a badminton anime that had it's got like one season out, like a twenty four episode season, and dude, I was hooked on it for no reason. Badminton's such a dull sport. I couldn't give. I I can't think of a sport less interesting than badminton, but for some reason I was completely hooked. Sports anime is my heroine. I can't seem to fucking stop myself. Can't relate. Mm. Although I will say I've been pleasantly surprised by quite a few of the sports anime that I've watched. That's the thing. They're low-key amazing. Like, even dog shit ones are usually pretty good. Mm. It's all it's all about that boy love, you know? I didn't know that's what my kink was, but apparently just a group of teenage boys getting along and working together is all I need to feel fucking <laughs> fulfilled and happy in my life. How? Oh, God, man. Uh, Courtney, you, you, you study people's minds for, for a living. How broken am I? Oh, man. I need at least a couple hours to find out. We've been recording for an hour and a half. I know, but it's hard. Don't put me on a spot like this. Mm. So what I'm hearing is that I'm a perfectly healthy person and I should trust my impulses and do everything that pops into my mind? That's what everyone else tells themselves. Nice. Thanks for the free pass. <laughs> I'm Well, that was enough therapy for me for 10 years, so thank you for that. Um, we probably should wrap up. Do we have any last-minute recommendations? Is there anything on your list that you need to get off? I don't have anything new. I have it invaded, and obviously because I love it so much. And then, um, Bubble, which is a movie that's that's like, the Netflix one, too. right? Yeah, but you should watch it. I've I think I've watched the trailer like a few times and thought, yeah, this looks pretty good. I'll check it out, and just never went in on it. It's like all parkour kind of traversal through a yeah. city and stuff like that. It looks good. The animation's fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's cool. It is. It's cool. Oh, it's cool. Check it out. I, I got one more. Ooh, hit me. Oh, dear. All right. Um, so this is one that you don't need to put on the front. All right. You can put this one on the back burner. All right. There's a, spe- there's a specific mood you got to be in to be able to watch this show. If you want something just weird, just off the wall, just weird, and you're like, what the f- – why is this a thing and what is happening? Kind of weird. Akiba, Ak- sorry, Akiba made war. I am. Do not fucking. Terrified. Do not read a synopsis. Do not read a synopsis. Do not read any of the tags about the shows. Go in completely blind and just watch the first episode. Just understand it is going to be weird. Made war. Okay, I'm having trouble finding it, so you're gonna have to send me a link to the show. All right. Um, yep, I, got I will. I will go in on Mal? that. I love I love a bit of fucking weirdness in in my life to be honest, especially like super weird. I think I've spoken about it a bunch of times, but one of my like favorite anime is is um, Sunny Boy, which is objectively ridiculous and one of the weirdest shows in existence, to be honest. Um, and it it's fucking amazing. It's like a it's like a um, it's like a pleasure watch for me now. It's like a comfort watch. I just watch it all the time and just bask in the weirdness of it all. So that's a good recommendation. I love this. I love when you guys recommend me stuff because it's always like 
either these guys seemingly don't understand me, but also understand me deeper than I understand myself, or it's something so bat crap crazy that I'm be like, no, Courtney, I'm not going to watch the anime where the vampires are all serving each other in some weird abusive relationship. That's not how I'm spending my Friday night. Shit! I was like, all right. All right, cool. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you're talking about that one. Uh, all of Wait, the I don't know which one you're talking about. Wasn't it Sir Vamp? All I remember is the tag made me fucking furious. It was like the most abusive <laughs> fucking vampire relationship. You just described three of the shows I've watched all the way through. Courtney. <laughs> yeah. I'm no mental health professional, but fucking stop it. <laughs> All right. Well, I have brunch, you guys. <laughs> I have to go to brunch. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, 6.40 a.m., so I have to do my rest of my day. Um, this has been an absolute pleasure having you guys on. Uh, I'll, there'll be a link to your show in the show notes below, but uh, uh, Dorks listening, please go check out Loser Cartoon Podcast. It's honestly one of my favorite podcasts, and nothing makes me happier than listening to the constant bullying of Courtney and how justified all that bullying is because she has some of the hottest, wrongest takes in the anime community, and it is fantastic to listen to. We're talking to the number one Midoriya fan in, in all of the My Hero community, so we just know how toxic of a person Courtney can truly be. Um, and <laughs> Sam, as always, is a, is a pillar of, of truth and justice, and any opinion oh, he thanks, has, I, I stand with. <laughs> Let's go! We know who the favourite is. <laughs> Yeah, it's the dude who looks like my anime idol, okay? He fucking cosplayed as Zeke Jaeger. Of course I'm going to fucking suck his dick. Are you kidding me? No love for Aaron. That's fine. Yeah. He's literally a mass murderer. He's the Hitler of that universe. Okay? I, for one, don't support the Holocaust, but if that's your stance you want to take on this, then... Euthanasia, baby! Uh... Let's go! Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, thank you for listening uh, this has been a pleasure uh, all the plugs and all that stuff I can't even think of plugs right now because it is so early and my brain only just switched on about five minutes ago so let's go alright see you guys thank you for joining me bye bye Oh, my God.